Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Do what, you what, have what, a menu in Santa Claus? What, what about a Shrek, inflatable Shrek with a Christmas hat on? Christmas gotten trashy. Christmas Minions has been Shrek. trashy. What are you talking about? Since we invented inflatables, Christmas became super trashy. Yeah, uh. and the reason why it looks trashy is because during the day when the inflatable is not inflated, it looks like a literal trash bag. Dave and Mahoney. But the song that I hate when it comes to Christmas songs is... Jingle Bell Rock because nobody rocks around a Christmas tree. You're rocking around it. You're probably unmedicated. (laughs) I spent $1,100 to put in a floor outlet specifically for a Christmas tree at Christmas time in my foyer. No cords going to the Christmas tree. Did you just call it a foyer? It's a foyer. No, it's not. not. No, it isn't. You're the same people that called it croissant after you go to France (laughs) once. (laughs) This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so this story actually has a good ending, but boy, this must have been scary. Some drunk driver sent a California deputy and his dog off of a cliff in a vehicle this weekend. Yeah, the deputy, the canine, saved from the cruiser that was dangling over the edge of a cliff over the ocean. That good boy does not deserve that kind of treatment. So a deputy in Ventura County said him and his canine companion are recovering after the accident left them dangling off of the cliff over the ocean. He was hit by a suspected drunk driver while responding to a call, causing the cruiser to veer off the road, become airborne, and land on large boulders near the shoreline below. I mean, could have gone a whole lot worse. But, man, what are, like, also, what are you doing driving so drunk where you can't, where you end up hitting a literal police officer, a police vehicle, near a open cliff? You know, the only thing maybe dumber than that is that guy who just plowed into the entire presidential motorcade. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. He was also reportedly drunk and just didn't see a whole presidential motorcade. Uh-huh. Good job. But this guy, uh, you know, like you said, sent this guy off of a cliff, could have very easily killed them. In fact, probably should have. For whatever reason, the car got lodged just long enough on these boulders while it was dangling off the cliff Oof. for them to come in and attach uh, like a winch to it to try to pull it back. And thankfully, the uh, the cop suffered some non-life-threatening injuries, looked like maybe like a minor leg injury right. or an ankle, something like that. And then... The two-year-old Dutch Shepherd, Danny, was also taken to the hospital. Minor cut in the face, but otherwise just fine. Let Danny retire. Let, let him go. Let him go. Just live out the rest of his life on a farm. Be a good dog. He's, Not everybody he, wants to be a, do- a farm dog, though. I mean, true. I feel like that's a, like a common misconception. Like, if I had the ability to be a farm dog that was living outside or an inside home dog, I'm choosing inside home. You don't, well, don't want to go chase sheep? Chickens? Hell no. That's, also, that's, like, do you want to go run right now? Yeah. As a person? No. I mean, it's, <laughs> when I was two years old, sure. You go from <laughs> being a police actually. dog when you're out here, like, you know, working the mean streets, helping to solve high-level criminal cases, to just standing on a farm. I'm with you. Yeah. A little there's no crime to solve on farms. Nothing. Nothing going on here. Some good news today as well. If you remember last year, uh, Southwest had that huge meltdown in their system, stranded thousands and thousands oh, sure of people. Oh, sure do you remember that? Disaster. It was a mess. Well, the uh, the transportation department has come out and they said, you know what, we're going to hold you accountable for that because much of the blame is on Southwest, which is everything that we heard. Like, they just Did it happen update. twice? Yeah, but the, the, the one last holiday season was the worst because there were so many people traveling and it was such a mess. Like, their whole system melted down. Well, good for some accountability is going to be uh, happening, I guess. $140 million for numerous violations. You know, I... I I fly Southwest literally almost every week, 
And I like their services. You know, cost for service is hard to beat for what you get on Southwest. But when you have a meltdown like this, especially when people's like, you know, you're traveling for the holidays, you're traveling for work. Someone missed their kidney appointment. Yeah, Don't like, you remember yeah. that? You, Somebody was unable yep. to get a kidney. And you, there have to be Wild. reasons. Like, you have to invest in your system so this doesn't happen. So, you know, as much as you hate seeing a company you like get, get dinged with a mi- massive fine, it's warranted. They're saying the $140 million is on top of the $600 million they already had to pay to compensate passengers who face all those disruptions during the meltdown. So nearly three quarters of a billion dollars. Maybe let's update those computer systems after all. Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. So there was a new study done that says that you sleep better if you have a clean conscience. You believe that? No. <laughs> Are you saying that you sleep great even if you don't have a clean sure. conscience? <laughs> Always. I sleep like a baby. Does your does your mind race at all when you lay down at Not night? Not really. No? I like, man, I, I mean, again, I think I have some hacks. You know, I listen to the same podcast literally every night, and it puts me to sleep in five minutes. Yeah. So, Audrey, what about you? I mean, are you a uh, mind racer, feet kicking sort of gal? I am never sleeping. Um, oh, okay. I am up like every hour or two. Like actually waking up, waking After up? actually waking up, getting out of bed, having to do something in order to make me be able to go back to bed. Yes. Like what are, What are your things that you're doing that make you go back to sleep? Um. So usually, like sometimes I'll take a shower, or sometimes I what? will. You'll take a shower to yeah. go back to sleep. Yeah. Sometimes no I'll kidding. put on a movie in order to like where I'm focusing on the movie itself, as uh. opposed to like my mind, or I'll turn on brown noise. Like I have to. To alter whatever it was that wasn't giving me quality sleep in the first place and changing it so that I do. So when you try to go to sleep the first time, what do you normally have something on? I mean, Mahoney has his podcast. I've got a fan that's by the side of my bed that is always going. For I usually that start noise. off with brown noise. Yeah. And it never really works. Never works. Nope. I'm just up. I'm just an up girly. Never okay. down. Okay. <laughs> and, it, and it's your mind racing that kind of gets you? Yeah, sometimes, but it's as psychopathic as like singing a song. Like I will legit just be singing whatever earworm is in my head and I'll wake up singing that song. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are yeah. you Are you joking? That That's... This is like actual murderer tendencies. Like just shut up. Like I hate it. It drives me crazy. Do you think that maybe it's that you have like a really guilty conscience for... Not getting Mahoney and I a nice Christmas gift? <laughs> you guys have a no-gift rule. I mean, Why we say that. Why would I that. feel guilty about that? We've we said that we have a no-gift rule. I'm just saying, if you recall your birthday, we got you something. You I mean, did. Yeah, and that was an absolute surprise, and yeah. I cried over it. It was so, <laughs> so kind of you. Yeah. And but, maybe, your, maybe your mind is keeping you But wide now awake. I feel like that was a uh, thing to where I'm supposed to be feeling guilty for not getting you guys things I'm now. not saying you're supposed to be feeling guilty. I'm just saying what the your hell? conscience may be a bit more clear. What kind of if, reverse Uno bull? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Seriously, no, no, no gifts, no gifts. Okay, I mean maybe one. Dave, you're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call eight three three Yo Dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Audrey, congratulations. Um, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I was getting off work. I knocked up a girl. She was 18. I was raised a very Southern Baptist family. Pretty good to get married. And went down to the courthouse, got married, whole thing was fine. Until later that day when I realized I get married on Friday the 13th. Your anniversary will one day fall on that. So 
Enjoy. Message deleted. Yep, one day before Friday the 13th. Well, I did get married on the 13th. Well, so that's so what you're saying is be. that because one day, you know, the, the, the day will move, so it'll be Friday the 13th, your anniversary. Spooky. What could happen? Um, Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's going to happen. It's fine. It's a fake day. Never been murdered on Friday the 13th. Not yet. It's funny, I was in a hotel room the, or a hotel the other day, and somebody was like, whoa, there's no 13th floor. That's true. There's a lot of a lot of casinos in Las Vegas that don't have a 13th floor because it's considered unlucky, which means if you're staying on the 14th floor, it's actually the See, 13th. See, but I thought that there was really a 13th floor, but you have to go through the service elevators in order yeah. to get to it, yeah. and that there's, so they, they just fake that? They would never leave an entire floor empty. No, 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 no. That's the service floor is what I'm saying. Like, that's where they keep no. all, well, the, where do they keep all of the stuff for the service? Every, every floor has its own little area. You've never seen, like, by the elevators, they'll have, like, doors that go back a lot of times, and it's, that's where they have it? No, I haven't. You have yeah. not? Well, you're missing it. <laughs> no, because that's why I thought there was a whole 13th floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's the kitchen and stuff, man? Downstairs. Yeah. See, the, I wish that my theory was, I, I feel like that's better. My theory's better. Let's just stick with that. Okay, I like right, that. Yeah. Please leave a message <laughs> after the tone. Hey, I think Del Taco has the best fries, and... I think milk is one of the most disgusting things on the planet. Have a great day. Bye. Message deleted. Couple hot takes there. Uh, the fries at Del Taco are the same that are at White Castle. They're those crinkle cut, good fries. I mean, I feel like a crinkle like cut fish fry. battered fries. You know what I'm talking about? Like they're like that, be- like the flaky batter. No, not quite that, like that. But um, or beer battered rather, not fish battered. I, I had White Castle for the first time in many years over the weekend when I was back in St. Louis. Over the weekend in St. Louis? That's risky, man. Last time you went to St. Louis, you pooped your pants. You going to do it again? Uh, well, to White Castle all willy-nilly? It was 2 a.m. Risky. The only two places you could door dash <laughs> from at that point in time because it's, you know, nothing's open. Denny's or a White Castle. You door dashed White Castle? Oh, I was drunk. I, just, I wasn't going to drive. <laughs> I can't imagine letting a White Castle burger sit for even five oh, minutes. I know. Uh, you, you opted for White Castle over Denny's? You went yeah. for that? soggy White Castle. Because you know it was no, soggy. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. The, the guy was on it. Like, really? This was, like a, this, this was a door dri- DoorDash driver who was just phenomenal. Like He was so good that I went back after the fact after, and tipped him even more because he huh. was... It was just. Are you sure he was phenomenal, or are you just that drunk? I was. I mean, I was. I was. I was. Feeling <laughs> pretty, on the pretty good. I love you, but, man. I, lo- I love you. And the and the reason why I got White Castle too because I was you. driving around like where I grew love up, you. and the White Castle where I got into so many fights at because everybody's been in a fight at White Castle at two a.m. in St. Louis. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Got closed down. I've never seen a White Castle close. In my entire life, mm. and they demolished that one. So, it was, <laughs> so it was kind of like in the honor. I was like pouring a little, uh, pouring some sliders out for my homies, <laughs> pouring a little salt <laughs> on the sliders. Yeah, yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Have any of you guys ever been gambling? Yes. Whether you're at home with friends or out in public, both. But someone gets caught cheating while gambling. Message deleted. No. Nah, man. I would uh, never. You can't be around people like that, man. I was in a fantasy football league where the uh, the commissioner of the league uh, was uh, changing some points. 
He changing got, yeah. some points. Yeah, he was going in and Dude, changing that's, the score. Yeah, it was a big deal. That's not just like, hey, you're you're out of the foot of fantasy. Like you're we're out not of friends, friends anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a big deal. He was I a mean, uh, he was banished for life. I thought Audrey because Audrey was in a fantasy football yeah, league, man. an all girls fantasy football yeah, league, and what was going on there? It was like 150 dollars a person too, so it wasn't like anything that was going to be a small pot for us at the time. And I used to do yes, Mahoney, an all girls league for like years, and come to find out on year like three. All of the girls were utilizing their boyfriends or their husbands. And I'm like, that is so absolutely annoying because none of us know what we're doing. And that's the point. That's yeah. what makes it fun. Because we're supposed to be giggling girly messes when we're in here just trying to like put, like, if you forgot to put your dudes on IR, that's on you. Don't ask your husband to come in here and save the day, you idiot. Yeah, man, I hated mm. it. I hated it. I hated was it. So what, I no longer play with them anymore. That was it? Yep. Have you Heck stopped yeah. fantasy football altogether? Did that, yes. that burn you on it? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoy it, but... Like I said, it, that did that burned me pretty bad because now I just expect everybody to cheat because you don't know how would I know unless you know somebody narked and man they I wish did. I, I wish I was smart enough to like go cheat in the casino like I'm I, I, of course I start I counting could. cards I like mean, with Kevin Spacey beside you teaching you the whole way I mean you don't know they throw you out just because you're next to Kevin Spacey now. <laughs> Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Boy, you know what I really love, especially around this time of year? Surprise expenses. Just love when that happens. Something so, uh, go on with your house again or something? Yeah, yeah, it sure did, Mahoney. As a matter of fact, it did. So wow. I... Uh, <laughs> you thought I was going to talk about the car story. No, I've got that coming up later. This is a house story. <laughs> no. So I was out of town for a couple of days last week, mm-hmm. and I get a couple of videos from my wife, and it's she's like walking around inside of the house, and there's like something on the wall that looks like some plaster or something, and she's looking at it and kind of zooming in on it and going, it's a little higher up, you know, and she's mm-hmm. like, I, I can't tell exactly what that is, and I was just like, you know, whatever, like I'm Maybe, like, when they were doing some of the construction, they got a little bit of plaster on the wall. No big deal. Okay. And then a few hours later, I get another video from her going, oh, my God, there's something else going on over here, and it looks like some sort of cocoon or something on the wall. What? And I'm like... And Do so, you have wasps? No. Is there an infestation of killer spiders in your house? No. Uh, maybe would, that would be better. Uh, so I'm looking at Is it. Is Wilford Brimley living in your guest bedroom? I open the door and he's like, you have diabetes. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you have infra- infrastructural problems. Uh, so maybe. And so uh, uh, she's... Like, trying to zoom in on it, but this is, like, in the foyer of the uh-huh. house, if you will. Oh, so you have high ceilings there. <laughs> oh, yes. It's in the foyer. And there's... She, she looks down on the on the ground, and there's kind of, like, some... What looks to be, like, dust or something on the ground. And I'm like, what is happening here? I don't know what's going on. But she's zooming in on it, trying to figure it out. And she's like, oh, my God. I think we have termites. Oh, no. And I go, what do you mean we have termites? You have a termite colony? Yeah, man. That's and a- so when when termites, I guess, are active, they look, they kind of form like a little line. And yes. they just like yeah. go into town and they'll start to like, you know, come through a ceiling or like out of a wall or wherever it is that they happen to be. And so, 
you know. How I, did your inspector not catch this? So we, you know, they did a very incredibly thorough inspection. Uh, the company that does the inspection, they. I don't know about did, all that. I don't know about all that you either, the termites? Like that's, like as somebody who's going through building a house right now, yeah. like the termite, like language and stuff in there is hardcore. It's pretty nuts. No. Dude, this is like one of our, our next door neighbors comes over and he actually owns like a real estate brokerage firm. He's like, you know, you may want to call the inspection company because they may have something, you know, in that language where, you know, if they were to miss that, that they have like some sort of insurance policy that would cover it. So anyway, long story short, I call the exterminators <laughs> oh God, and I'm like, hey, like, you know, this is what's going on. And they're like, first off, don't freak out. This is actually like a very common thing. It's not, you know, when you hear termites, you automatically think they're going to literally eat the house around you. They're like, you know, if we're, if we're able to catch it early, which it sounds like we are, we can, you know, we can take is care this of this. Is this early? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they came out and they, they treated the entire place. What do you think it costs to get your house treated for termites? Just Dude, I don't know. Four, four grand. It's a little less than that, but it was about $2,000 for the initial treatment. Mm-hmm. <sighs> if they have to come back, who knows what it could cost, Mahoney? Hmm. Yeah. Or if they find more areas they have to treat or whatever it may be. Oh, $2,000. Just, Dude, bye. I can't believe you. I mean, like, I mean, you've got, you've got a beautiful house, and your wife has done a phenomenal job of... So you know, it, renovating it, it looks but, so good. Apparently, it looks delicious. But it, it it sucks when you put money into a house that nobody gets to see, right? When you have to have expenses that nobody can see. Yeah, you know, there's no upside to this. Like, yeah. there's no like, cool. Look at my new thing that I just got for myself. Yeah, this new two thousand dollar toy or whatever it is. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. There's there's nothing. There's no upside. I'm just killing two thousand dollar bugs. Yeah. So, do you have you called your inspection company and left a message yet? No, not yet. Night. What are you doing, man? Dave, I mean, that is... Termites <laughs> ain't nothing to mess with. Yeah. I mean, because like you're well, saying... we didn't mess like, with it. Like, the second that we saw it, I was like, let's get them out there today. They were able to come out the next day and take care of it, but still, it's... But, uh, I mean, like, how do you inspect whether or not that this is, like, the beginning process of termites? Because you're saying that they're only spraying or whatever you're doing. Like, you're insecticiding so they, a specific area, but not the entire like, home. They fill the, the gaps. So, like, termites mm. will, like, burrow through stuff. Gotcha. And that's how they'll, like, start coming out of a wall. They actually fill all of that in, and they seal it Ew. off and the whole bit. Like the base of your house, too? Uh, yeah. Big like, thing. They, they do it all the, way, all the way around mm-hmm. everywhere. It could possibly be getting in. It's just wild. You that, know, our yeah. good friend uh, Jeff the Bug Guy is on the phone. Maybe he can help you, Dave. Oh, okay. Actually, that, that, that would help. Jeff Jeff the Bug Guy, first off, did I overpay for the for the termite uh, treatment at $2,000? Well, first question I have for you, didn't you build a brand new house? No, no, that's, that's, that's me. No, yeah. That's Mahoney. My, the, the house, oh, that, okay. Yeah, the house, the house that I bought has been around for nearly 20 years now. But Jeff, did uh, is $2,000 pretty on par for a first round of termite murder <laughs> yeah it's pretty much on on point i mean most people are going to charge you 25 to 35 cents a square foot or linear foot so i mean you do the linear footage math on that no no no. No. Right no no we don't do, no. We don't do math here <laughs> do the linear square no. what do you mean linear footage math man we're broadcasters actually but, uh, so, i mean with with, with, with with that said uh how common of a problem is this 
Okay, hold on just a second, guys. Hold on just a second. We're he doesn't live know he's live. <laughs> he's Googling it. <laughs> well, well, no, I know I'm live. I'm sorry. I was, I'm in a school zone, so I had to wait for the... Oh, the kids. No, you run those kids over. We're <laughs> live on the air. No, he doesn't. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. You had a career, and now you don't. Way to go, Jonathan Majors, you goofbag. So Marvel has reportedly dropped Jonathan Majors after he's been convicted of assault. So the PR machine was working pretty hard in the favor of Jonathan Majors after these accusations came out. They were kind of doing everything to try to rip back the credibility of uh, this significant other of his, a you know, former girlfriend that said that there was a misdemeanor assault charge and a harassment violation in the case involving her. Um, Majors was acquitted on a different assault charge and aggravated harassment. The sentencing is set for February 6th. Faces up to a year in jail for the assault conviction, but because of the conviction being found guilty, uh, Marvel is like, yeah, see you later. Yeah, you know, this is, uh, I never liked this guy in the role of Kang anyway. Yeah. And kind of, he was super self-righteous. Again, they're going to appeal it. They didn't convict him on all of the charges that he was, uh, that were placed with him. And, you know, you see the video and you're like, what the hell is this guy doing? But they uh, they definitely saw a pattern of abuse and harassment and manipulation. And uh, why would you want to be involved with something somebody like that and with a guy? You know, honestly, I did not know what this guy's name was until this happened. Same. Yeah, I mean, like, he obviously, you know. And then has, you saw him in Loki and you saw him in Ant-Man. But, like. He's on the way, right? Sure. But, like, he's not a star yet. So no. it's, it's not like Marvel can't do without Jonathan Majors. And. Again, like if you're somebody that's out here because he was accused of you know, beating her up in, in a vehicle and then on the streets of Manhattan as well. If you're the sort of person that's going to be putting your hands on anyone, I don't care how mad you are. I don't care what the situation is like, you know, especially like when you have Marvel in your back pocket at the moment and you're you're it seems like the whole world's in front of you. See you never. Yeah, man. Just stupid and a waste of a uh, life changing opportunity. Celine Dion, not a great update here. Uh, her sister has come out and said that Celine Dion has lost control of her muscles. Uh, so she has provided uh, what a lot of people are calling a pretty, you know, devastating update for the singer's battle with stiff person syndrome. And, um, you know, we we saw Celine Dion not that long ago showing up at a Vegas Golden Knights game. And it looked like she was doing better. And there's, you know, all this talk about her being able to relaunch, you know, residency and doing some tour dates and stuff like that. And then, you know, we hear an update like this. You're just like... Man, because so we saw her at the you know the last time I think of a public appearance we saw her she was at what a Katie the final Katy Perry show and the same week or I'm one sure. of the or, or right around the same time she was going to visit the Golden Knights as well you know just hopefully these are hopefully these reports aren't accurate uh, you know but if they are you know just say because what a wild talent I mean coming from her sister I would bet that they are accurate which is extremely unfortunate um, and I'd never even heard of stiff person syndrome until. Um, we started talking about Celine Dion and her illness. I cannot even imagine what kind of agony and pain that that must be, um, which is extremely unfortunate. And I wish there was something a little bit more lighthearted than these last two stories because they're both missed. That's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad. It really is. Uh, okay, here's something a little more lighthearted. Thank you, Dave. Uh, there's an Uncle Fester spinoff coming to Netflix. I liked Wednesday. I don't know if anybody else here watched Wednesday Did not. on yeah. Netflix. I mean, I think, Dave, uh, I mean, your oldest daughter might be old enough for it. Maybe maybe your five-year-old. You know, I mean, it's kind of a tween teen they, thing. They, they love the Adams family, so I don't know if, you know, this is going to be a hit for them it's, or not. I but. mean, 
Wednesday's good, mm-hmm. but Fred Armiston, who plays Uncle Fester in the show, is phenomenal. So the fact that they're expanding the universe some more, uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, they're saying that the uh, the spinoff is actually part of Netflix and MGM Studios' efforts to expand the Adams Family world on the streaming platform. So trying to go out there and kind of scoop up some potential new fans as well for the Adams Family. It's done really well. You know, the fact that you've got Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia and like Luis Guzman as uh, the dad. And, you know, it's just it's really well cast. So I'm here for it. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, congratulations on adopting like 16 dogs and cats. <laughs> like you're a Dr. Doolittle, which is a nice compliment to Mahoney's Dr. Do-Nothing. And uh, Chris is Dr. Feelgood. But hey, what kind of fake doctor would Dave be? Message deleted. I mean, there was there was a time when I was a young man where I would ask people if they'd want to play doctor, and uh, <laughs> boy, gonna... did I get in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a gynecologist. <laughs> no, you, you could. They ruined. You'd be uh, Doctor Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> pepper spray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doctor Pepper spray. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, from the aforementioned story about you just, like, wanting to play doctors with strangers. So, makes sense. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. It's Elva from Tempe. So, I'm literally in tears right now because you're giving Audrey a hard time about her middle name being Lee. <laughs> my my son's middle name is Lee. <laughs> it was a family name. <laughs> Message <laughs> I don't know why that, that must have tickled that lady something special. I, I, I think all, we weren't giving Audrey grief about her middle name. We just said that, you know, down in Florida, occasionally when you get arrested in the villages, uh, a lot of the uh, perpetrators' middle names Lee. It was a family name. <laughs> it's a family name for me as well. Barbara Lee, Anna Lee. What's the most oh, generic you don't want, middle you name? You can't name your kid Anna Lee. Annalie? No. no. Oh, oh no. No, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Pepper Spray doesn't like that. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Hello. Um, I worked as a first-line responder for 26 years and seven months. And when I first uh, retired, I had problems sleeping. And I have found out that rather than chemicals, I found out just growing a couple of plants of pot and I just eat a joint and I sleep restful. I I mean, it's a wonderful, you know, evening. I found out that just eating a joint, hey, everything's good. Message Was that the demons from hell? You shouldn't be sleeping soundly. Your house is haunted, lady. (laughs) And also, uh, a joint still classifies as chemicals. No, but I mean, I I think what she means is uh, pharmaceuticals, and I'm with her on that one. Like, for me, sleep pills, I feel horrible the next day. I mean, I went through a phase, you know, many years ago where I couldn't sleep, and it was like early parts of doing the morning show, because I'd always been a night guy, night owl, and uh, so it was hard for me to get adjusted 
doing very early, waking up very, very early. So I just, like back when pot was illegal, I would just, you know, I, I would smoke pot every night to go to sleep. And you Because I wouldn't me. feel awful the next day. Yeah, you'd wake up the next day and you'd also feel awful, but you wouldn't care because you were so high. <laughs> so whatever. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, everyone's looking for love, you know, especially around the holiday season, you guys. Sometimes you just want somebody to spend the holidays with. And if you don't have that person, maybe but maybe you thought that you didn't meet them out in public. You're just not sure if they felt the same way about you. Well, there's one solution to that, Mahoney, and that's to get on craigslist and post about them hoping that the very small chance that they may see this message and respond is worth the risk dave many moons ago we took a solemn oath as broadcasters that we would help these freaks fly their flag as high as they possibly can and here we are so audrey you're gonna love this one because you really enjoy when ride share drivers hit on you in fact if you ever see audrey in an uber definitely give her your number she loves that just don't talk to me, actually. <laughs> no kidding. Can we not? Uh, this one is entitled Uber Ride, and I love that they misspelled Uber. <laughs> Got two U's on it, so cool. Uber. Uh, and, and not just in the title of it, but also in the body of it. I gave you an Uber Ride from, uh, from Discount Tire to work, and I can't stop thinking about you. You commented on my dash cam. Glad you were comfortable with it. The screenshots of your beauty will only tie me oh, over for no. a short period of time. Ugh. I must see you. Tell me which discount tire and the drop-off location. This so this man- guy is going to handle his own business to her face from the screenshots of the dash cam. She probably brought it up not uh, because she was impressed by it, but because she was in fear of why is the dash cam reversed? Yeah, also like, hey, I see your dash cam. I also don't hate a reverse dash cam. You don't? Not what? for Uber drivers. Well, I don't. I mean, like, I hate it for like this. I hate it for situations like this. But I've seen too many people get like Uber drivers get attacked and stuff over over no, the years. No, I know. But, but like, you're, is, you're also an unfortunate looking man, not a good looking woman, and so you don't have to worry about somebody pleasuring themselves to your images. Oh, well, that's you what you car. think. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> there's plenty, uh, plenty of uh, handsome man or handsome woman out there who has seen some screenshots of me, Dave. This one is uh, entitled "Girl with a Purple Hair." It is a man for a woman. Very brief here. Short and to the point, we were in line together. I like your hair. That's it? Okay. Is that a good compliment, Audrey, if somebody goes, I like your hair? Sure. Yeah? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's nothing really creepy about this. Except it's hard to keep purple hair. List. It's hard to keep purple hair purple, though. Yeah, you have to use all It always shampoos. fades, or you got to just keep, you got to, like, get it done. It's too much of a commitment. Like, I feel like purple hair is more of a commitment than a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not going to last. Way more upkeep than you need than that's than, than, than I could handle. This uh, next one is entitled Whole Foods Girl. I want the whole thing. This is a man for a woman. Saw you at Whole Foods Tuesday around two p.m. I said hello. Buy the oranges. I just got off work. So what kind of uniform was I wearing? You are the dark-haired girl with the rocking black body and those black yoga pants. Yummy. I'd fly to the moon and back for you. What? Don't say yummy, man. <laughs> just don't. Also, man, like, I'm just trying to get some produce over here. Like, don't try to have a conversation with me at Whole Foods. Like, I don't want to talk to strangers. And finally, we have a woman for a man, and it is entitled Asphalt Man. Hell yeah. Hi, I accidentally deleted your number. Text me. I need you to lay some more. (laughs) 
<laughs> Do you think she, this is a euphemism, or she actually needs some asphalt laid? <laughs> I hope it's a euphemism. This is David Mahoney. Absolute pandemonium for me yesterday. The cops are involved. It's a scene. It was a disaster. Why is your life in shambles? You're supposed to be the one who has their stuff together on this show, Dave. And it seems like you are lately the furthest from that. But I don't think of any fault of my own. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it is. Who knows? You tell me. So I I decided after we got done with the show yesterday that I was going to go get some Christmas gifts for my wife that I'd been meaning to get, but now it's coming down to the crunch time. I knew what I wanted to get her, so I'd... You're still shopping. Yeah, of course. Of course. In fact, (laughs) I was pretty happy that I got it done yesterday as opposed to later in the week. How dare you shame me? I know. Christmas isn't until next week. What are y'all talking about? Oh, my God. Okay. I think there's a lot of people out there that haven't finished their shopping yet. Mm -hmm. Y'all can shame me if you want. Whatever, that's Y'all not part of the story. I haven't even started it, so you're good. Oh, Thank you. my gosh. Mine's been had been finished. So that's Just not the, to rub it in, sorry. That's, that's not the part of the story that's really that interesting. Okay. So, <laughs> that does also adds to the chaos, though. It does, and it also ruined the surprise of the Christmas gift that I got my wife because no. of what happened. So... I went shopping, just went to the mall. I got a couple of things for her and, uh, you know, pretty happy about it, heading on home. But I'd gotten the text message from her because I was later getting home than usual, like, hey, you know, what's up? Are you going to be home soon? And I was like, oh, I'll be there in 30 minutes. And I told her, I was like, you know, I went and got some gifts that I was planning on getting. And so I'm sitting in the middle of an intersection. Why are you sitting in the middle of an intersection? Because I was waiting to take a left-hand turn. But you pulled into the... All the way into the middle, man? You pulled man. into the uh, middle you, of the intersection? That's what you do. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> okay. do you actually sit at the light? You like, sit back at the that's light? That's what you were supposed no, to do. No, you're not. Because yeah, then, because yeah, then if is. the light turns yellow, then you got to really make a... Br- or, <laughs> or if the light turns or red... Yellow, or if the light is yellow... Or let's and, just say okay, okay, your car breaks okay. down. You guys are idiots. You pull into the intersection, and if you don't do Agreed. that, you're missing out. Thank Wrong. you, Chris. You're yeah. missing out on an opportunity they, to sit in the middle of the intersection no, if no, something bad you, no, happens. No, what you're doing is you're is you're, you're blocking the person from, from behind you from the chance of going once the light turns exactly. yellow. Exactly. Okay, Dave, so if, what happened to you sitting in the middle of the intersection? Well, it worked out That was out such great. a good idea. Thanks for bringing it up. So... So I've got to give credit once again to the police department because they were the officers that were involved in this. What so happened to you, Dave? So I'm in the middle of this intersection and the light is starting to turn and the light, the person in front of me has already gone, but I'm waiting because there's one more car coming and I'm not sure if they're going to stop as the light's starting to turn yellow. Well, they end up stopping and so I go to go and my car just goes, Room. I go, hmm, that's weird. And so I look down and my car's in park and I'm like, what? Put my car in park? What is happening? And so I go to put it into drive. It won't go into drive. I'm like, huh, that oh. sucks. And so now the light has turned red, and I'm sitting dead in the, in the middle of the intersection. So tell me again why nah, right. not Let's waiting at the line don't, is the uh, way yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. That'll, mm-hmm. not, that'll never change that, even if today I'm pulling So you're blocking uh, hundreds of people from going people. to where they could be going because you chose to uh, sneak out in front of the line. Okay, so what happened now that your car won't move? Well, so I go, okay, well, this sucks because uh, <laughs> everyone is honking at me and giving me the middle finger, which is wonderful. And I'm like, were you like, hey, stuck. listen to me. And you got the David Mahoney morning show yeah, sticker on the back of your car. <laughs> you guys are the worst. So <laughs> everyone's honking at me and giving me the finger. And then one lady pops her head out the window and goes, hey, are you stuck? And I'm like, yeah, I'm stuck. And she goes, oh, okay. 
and drives around. I'm like, thank you. But everyone's kind of driving around me. So I turn my car off and turn it back on thinking maybe that will solve the problem because what else could possibly be going on where the car won't shift into gear? And then I realize that's not fixing it. And this little thing pops up on my dash that says gearbox failure. Oh, no. And so gearbox failure means... Your transmission. The transmission, but something that I that I learned about my car yesterday is that a gearbox failure means that you also can't even put it into neutral. So my car is oh. parked in the middle of this intersection. You can't even push it out of the way. Yeah. And I can't get out. Like, if, if I started pushing it, turn on the hazards, like... Somebody would have Somebody probably would have helped. Yeah. And we could have gotten it out of the road. I'm stuck, stuck. And so I call the cops. I mean, you have to at this point. Yeah, because... My wife was like, you called the cops? I wouldn't even have thought of that. And I'm like, I'm blocking 12 lanes of traffic. I'm calling the cops. Yeah. And so I called 911. Because oh. I'm like, should I call 311 or 911? I'm like, 911. this feels this like an emergency. emergency. Yeah. yeah. And so I called 911. And sure enough, <laughs> boop, boop, cops show up. Thankfully, one of the police officers happened to be far more of a man than I am. He's like, oh, yeah, I've seen this before with this type of car. So I guess there's this thing on my SUV where if this happens... You can take like a screwdriver or a knife and pop out the cup holder. And then underneath the cup holder, there's a thing that you have to turn once again with a knife or a screwdriver. And then there's this lever that you'll pull that you pull up, and that puts the car into manually in the neutral. And the cop knew this. And the cop had he said he had dealt with something like this wow. before. So he comes over there, and then sure enough, I'm sitting in the car like a dope while they're pushing me out you of the way. You didn't get out and help push? <laughs> no, because I had to, had to have, steer. Had to steer and had to I feel like you let a cop steer or you push. No, man. I, he, they didn't want to do that. But I would love to hear this 911 call like, hey, my car won't get Oh, I was pissed. <laughs> so how long <laughs> were like, you in the, the whole damn intersection? If you could just send somebody over, that'd be great. How how long were you in the middle of the intersection for? That could have been prevented if you had just gone, behind, you know, if you wouldn't have gone all the way out into the intersection uh, waiting okay. to turn left. Uh, okay. You would have just stayed behind the line and waited at the yellow light instead Not of trying to cruise to up happen. in front. But thank you for victim blaming, Audrey. You're welcome. You're I am friend. here. I'm it's always great. going to victim blame yeah, you. Yeah, it's wonderful. For sure. <laughs> so uh, it, it, it felt like an eternity, but I think it was probably only about two or three minutes until the cops got there. They got there really, wow. really quick. That's a quick response time. And they they pushed the car while I steered it into this parking lot, and then they you know ended up towing it to the dealership, and I'm dealing with all of that right now. How much... Is oh, this again, going to cost you? I was telling you earlier how much I love surprise expenses, especially, especially when it comes to cars. Yeah. Is this so, like a brand new car sort of situation, or is it a fixable thing? Are you saying just give up on the car entirely and yeah. just be like, give Dude, me a new one? I mean, with a, a gearbox, I mean, I, again, I'm not a car guy, so I don't know, but that sounds bad to me. Well, you've had like, this car you, a while, haven't you? Yeah, I've had the car for, for a handful of years now, so yeah. I mean, I don't really want to get rid of it because... Then you get a new car I paid payment. off yeah. the car, oh, and yeah. so now I'm like, okay, do I just bite the bullet and pay for it? I don't know. I'll find out today how much this What's the threshold for that? Like five grand? Five grand <sighs> new car? Ooh. Because for me, like if it's five grand, that's that's yeah. that's new car territory. I agree. Even though I don't want a new a car payment, but man. But I can't like tow my busted ass car to another dealership and trade it in. <laughs> Certainly yeah, you can. Nothing for it. I mean, because they, they fix it you cheaper anything? than oh, you can. The, yeah, I also forgot that you know the, there's the, the towing cost as well. Yeah, you don't you have know? AAA. No, I don't have AAA. Real, oh, man, real I... men don't have AAA. That's right. Real men sit in the middle of the intersection <laughs> to block the whole thing. This is Dave and Mahoney. Time to play Tipsy through the quad or toddler. <laughs> A Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody. Carlel is joining us today for a round of tips here, Toddler. Hello, Carlel. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm well. So let me ask you, have you spent any time around drunk people or little kids or both recently? 
Not recently, but in the past, okay. I have some. All right, so we're going to read you some things that were said by either somebody that was very drunk or a little kid. You're trying to guess which one it is based on the words that were said. It's not easy to transcribe these, but, you know, we put in the work because we care, Carlel. Uh, Mahoney, you and Audrey up first. Uh, feel free to take it away. Just one question before we get going. Do you feel the thespian juices flowing throughout you today? Mm, we'll see. We'll okay. see. All right. Number one. Okay. Well, I don't know what the heck is going on, but, you know. Don't have a driver's license. You th think? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You don't like me, do you? No. No. Not right now. All right, Carlel. Do you think that is a tipsy couple of people or a couple of toddlers, perhaps? I'm going to go with tipsy people. Tipsy people. Talking about the driver's license. That is correct. You're on the board. Let's have a listen. Okay, well... You know, I don't know what the heck is going on, but, you know, I am don't have a driver's license. You think? What? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Boom. You don't like me, do you? No, not right now. She's getting arrested? <laughs> what is going on there? Was that like an... Oh, yeah, she's getting arrested. She's getting arrested. <laughs> I heard the handcuffs. <laughs> Audrey's heard those handcuffs before. <laughs> we all, we've all heard those handcuffs. Very good and very bad situations. <laughs> okay, so there's never a good situation. No. For handcuffs? Yeah. You're not oh, as adventurous as I'm oh, certainly not. Nobody, nobody's <laughs> ever handcuffing me. Never. <laughs> okay, here we go. On to number two. The note here says, crying. <laughs> we we tried to get a deer, but we can't. Yep, that big deer done gone ran away and gonna get him in the air. <laughs> is that a job, tipsy babe. person or is that a toddler? Holy hand grenades. <laughs> I got a 50 vicious. They talking about a deer? A mm -hmm. deer, yeah. Mm -hmm. beer, beer or deer? Deer, deer. or D. Deer. All right. I'm going tipsy again. Yeah, you'd think, but no. Yes, that, was, that was a toddler, unfortunately. Let's uh, let's have a listen to what I think is a very southern little toddler talking about a deer-ish, maybe. We tried to get a deer, but... We can't. Yep. But a big deer just ran away and we can't get a shot. Yeah. Well, there is nothing more sad than you sitting out there in that deer hut in a tree or whatever, sitting there for hours and Freezing. hours. Freezing. Oh, yeah. poor little baby. Learn uh, the hard way. All right. On to number three. Mahoney, take it away whenever you're ready. I care about you. Here's some pine cones on a stick. It's, uh, they're, uh, they're lovely. Get my nuts. Get my nuts. Carlel, is that a tipsy person or a toddler? It's going to be a grown-up dude talking about his n -n -n nuts. It's a tipsy. Mm, no. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 that was a toddler. I care about you. Here's some pine cones on a stick. Yeah, it's, they're lovely. Get my nuts. Get my nuts. I don't know what's happening. It's Katie. Love yeah. Katie. <laughs> All right. Here we go. On to number four. This one is is, uh, is very short. Here we go. <clears throat> what is in my hair? Cheese. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? I'm going to go with tipsy. Tipsy is a great choice. Well Good done. Good job. Yeah. Very, very I don't know nice. how you did that. Oh, nice. What is in my hair? Cheese. 
Cheese. Cheese. It's cheese. What kind of cheese, cheese was in her hair? Probably uh, shredded, you know. Uh, it was like a little... piece of string cheese, it looked like. <laughs> oh, you got to be real drunk yeah. to get it. What? <laughs> a whole ass thing of string cheese in your hair. Yeah. Okay, Aud- Audrey, you're on the last one here, and Carlel, you can win it if you get this one right. If you don't, win you lose and you get nothing. Okay, Good luck. I got to win it. I got to win it. Okay, this, <laughs> this person is also sobbing. Here we go. I don't want to be an adult. <laughs> not because it's not fun. It's def- it's definitely not fun. It's like a prison being an adult. I don't even want to be a teenager. I just want to be a kid. For the win, is that tipsy or toddler? <laughs> Logic tells you tipsy. Anti-logic would say toddler. Yeah! There she goes. Yeah! There you go. Magnificent performance. Magnificent. Let's have a listen. I don't want to be an adult. It's not fun. It's definitely not fun. It's like a prison being an adult. I don't even want to be a teenager. I just want to be a kid. Ooh, man, that kid has it right. Yep. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So this is a pretty wild story. The Apple Watch 9, which is their latest release, is done as far as being sold in the United States this week. Yeah, like, we talked about this not that long ago. It's, it, it, we thought that it could happen, that I'm like, you know, it's Apple. It's There's the no way they let something company slip. in the world. There's no way that they didn't figure out how to make sure that they're, they weren't violating somebody else's patent. And I guess that's what's going on right now. So the U.S. International Trade Commission has issued a ban on the sale of the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 in the United States starting on December 21st. So Thursday, the company, uh, this comes as a result of a legal dispute with a biotech company called Massimo, which accused Apple of infringing on its patents related to the technology used in Apple Watch's blood oxygen feature. So I had some of their hoodies, man. They were great. What's that? I had some of their hoodies. I bought them from Target. They were great. Different company. Oh. It's spelled different. Not married to Lori Laughlin? Nope. Not not responsible for buying their daughter. You know how I feel about Uncle Becky? Oh, Uncle Mm. Becky. Uncle Becky. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky. You literally have called her Uncle Becky at least 42 times. I feel like that tells us what Mahoney is looking for on the adult side, if you know what I mean. Uncle Becky. Best of both worlds. (laughs) (laughs) I want her to look like Aunt Becky, except for one thing. John so, Stamos's hair. So for the ITC <laughs> to be cracking down on this O2 reader or whatever from Apple, um, yeah. what else has Apple just like slipped away with? Well, but here's the thing. When it comes to health things like that, you know, I, the reason I bought an Apple Watch in the first place, it was post-COVID because, you know, I was in the hospital for 10 days and I need, my oxygen levels were done. I bought an Apple Watch for the oxygen reader. So it's interesting that, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm all for these like tech devices. And I love that they play in the Apple ecosystem. So I will, uh, I'm going to support Apple on this one. But you can't because they're getting, you can't buy that device anymore. I mean, Apple's just going to like. Well, so so that's exactly what's happening. They're going to sue them. They're they're planning to appeal the decision and they've expressed strong disagreement, calling it a preemptive move to comply with the ruling if it does stand. But they're saying, yeah, they're just going to continue to appeal this thing. And when it comes to having endless resources to fight something like this and all of the lawyers in the world that constantly just grind and grind and grind on it. I would imagine that Apple is probably going to win this one, but it is pretty nuts to think that a company that is as big as Apple is having to stop the sale of one of their most popular things during the absolute peak of shopping season. It makes me think that they're in the wrong, man. And then they're just going to sit here and like, you know, dig their heels in with all of Apple big tech money. And I kind of 
sorry, Mahoney. I know you just said you're going to back Apple on this. I kind of don't like that. Like, I don't like that big tech is just saying, hey, because we're bigger, stronger, I just and have more resources. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that, but, like, I just like ease of but use. But you already have the, uh, the, you know, you already have this on your watch. So, Why? I don't know. It just, it kind of sucks. Yeah, it's just pretty wild to think that, you know, again, Apple could have stepped into this big because, I mean, if they did... I mean, it would be wild to think if they did intentionally steal the technology, that would also be crazy. At least just crazy. pay them out for the patent that you don't have and then, like, lease the patent or then adjust it because you have the abilities to, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're Massimo, like, you you have to have put that on the table at some point, right? Like, hey, I, like y'all stole this thing. Out. We have a patent on it. Like, would you like to come to terms on an agreement? Or are they just patent trolls? Oh, that could be the case. Yeah. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. To lead off today's Redneck Report, I'll start by saying I don't like to victim blame, unlike Mahoney and Audrey, who all they do is victim blame, especially when I'm the victim. Oh, but you're Dave. to blame. Let's start with a gentleman that, again, don't want a victim blame, but here we go. A Florida man by the name of Bryce Hudson was arrested and charged with burglary with assault or battery, criminal mischief, aggravated assault with the intent to commit a felony, and larceny grand theft. A lot of charges, right? A lot of charges. Uh, The homeowner was asked by Hudson if he could have a drink because he was thirsty. So the homeowner offered him water, and Hudson said, I'd prefer a beer instead. At which point, he said, you know what? Come on in. He invited him into his house. To come have a beer, and that's when this guy went nuts, assaulted the homeowner, damaged the property, stole a bunch of items, like burglarized the home, which just seems so mean. Like somebody invites you into their house. After you turn down the first drink of water. I'm thirsty. Hey, I'll give you some water. No thanks. I prefer a beer. Okay, you can have a beer. And then all of that? Glad they caught this guy. Although, again, don't let don't let random people in your house it's, to have a beer. Yeah, that's kind of on you, bro. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, You can't really get much worse at stealing than this. Stanley Williams, 35, facing charges of grand theft, fleeing and eluding after allegedly stealing an ambulance, which does seem kind of fun, but not really that good for getting away. Like, if you're going to steal anything, I don't know if you get hit with more charges for stealing a cop car. If you want to steal any car, like, there's two car or three kind of cars that would be awesome to steal. A, a police car coming in at number three. B, a fire truck coming in at number two. And number one would be... An ambulance Did you guys- because it's mobile or it's agile and you still got all the lights, but it's still kind of big enough to cause some damage. Were you guys the one who told me that ambulances are individually owned? Yeah. yeah that is wild to me. It's not like the government owns, you know, the, the fire, like trucks fire trucks or the, trucks. Or the police yeah. cars or whatever. So- yeah, no, yeah. The, the, the ambulance companies... You know, they they get a, a contract with the city to respond to calls. But, yeah, it's pretty wild. That is wild. Yeah. So, like, whoever was this individual uh, owner of this ambulance, just poor guy, got stolen from, and then what? What happens? Uh, well, so he uh, stole the ambulance, caused a bit of a scene because there was a pursuit. He hit a curb, caused damage to a fire, and then he cra- crashed directly into the Columbia County Sheriff's op- Office Operations Center. Well, he didn't want them to have to take him far. You know what? And they sure didn't. So he crashed right in the front of the police station, and off he went. That's some white glove service right to your door. Sure that is the valet service. <laughs> uh, and finally, the man that got shot by his ex in the junk, a little follow-up on that, says he still loves her. What a simp. <laughs> For real. Bro, she busted a cap in your nuts. 
Take me back. Like, what do you mean? Uh, you deserve it now. Get a life. I still got one good nut. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I've got a story here about some jalapeno paste. Do you guys have an idea what jalapeno paste is? Like a wasabi sort of situation? Is it? I don't know. Uh, I've never heard of anything referred to as jalapeno paste. So I guess, you know, I mean, it's... I would think it's what it's as the it's named. Yeah, like I'm just trying to a like paste think, made of jalapenos. What do you use jalapeno paste for? I mean, do you spread it on something? Do you make probably it like a spicy additive to whatever dish that you are preparing? Yeah, sure. Just paste it on up with some jalapenos. Okay. Well, the reason why I bring this up is because I guess they found uh, you know some some barrels of jalapeno paste and they were being used to smuggle drugs. Hell yeah. Border agents stopped a 28-year-old man driving a tractor-trailer. They said, we're going to take a little closer look here at your jalapeno paste barrels. And uh, one of the canines detected something suspicious inside of the barrels of the paste. Which, by the way, can we all agree that like when they bust out the canine and the canine alerts, sometimes they just like tell the canine to alert? Yeah, you're yeah. like, that dog like, just sits. <laughs> hang on a second. So this, this dog could smell my drugs inside of barrels of jalapeno paste. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that if you're a dog, the jalapeno paste smell is probably going to be fairly overwhelming. What kind of drugs was it? Uh, they found meth and okay. cocaine oh. inside of the barrels. No Man. fentanyl, so hey, that's a win. Uh, yeah, no, did not uh, did not say anything about any fentanyl. They said 349 packages containing over 3,100 pounds of meth Jeez. and more than 522 pounds of cocaine. Estimated street value of the narcotics over $10.4 million. Wow. See, one of the things about the Dave Mahoney Morning Show that we are a huge proponent on is dogs with jobs. Love a good dog, love a good dog job. Um, but I don't like that they're pitting man's best friend against man whenever it comes to being a narc. It's um, true, yeah. I mean, we uh, we are fans of dogs with jobs, mostly because we're lobbying for a four-day work week, which yes. is why I really encourage... Tax the dogs. Like, here at, you know, our, our radio station, they're they're very dog-friendly, so a lot mm-hmm. of people are starting to bring their dogs in, which the dogs don't know this because they're idiots. Uh, it's just a slow roll to get them accustomed to being in the workplace. We're teaching them so how to So eventually, use the board. we can hit them with, hey, we're taking off every Monday, you're in charge now. Yes, yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but that at least still maintains a friendship level, you yeah. know, like some sort yeah. of, you know, cohabitation between... But this, these us, dogs, these, these narking, narking, narking us out. I don't like that. Well, that's mm-hmm. because we're making these dogs work every single day of the week. That's why they turn against the humans. Like it's too, it's too much work for them. Mm. It's not fair. I mean, One dogs, work day for a dog is like a, a full work week for a person. That's seven days. <laughs> so you don't get any breaks. Dave, Dave, and, and Mahoney. You know the song. You know the songs. Be working so hard. But do you know them when they sound this bad? I've got this feeling. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. All right, Matt is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Matt, 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. you got a couple lifelines. Should it be necessary, you got to get three out of the four, and the way you get a point is get the artist and the song for a full point. Are you ready to go? Let's do it. Best of luck, brother. easy because there's just a lot of noise going on there 538 views on that one did you pick it up were you able to figure it out i'm kind of leaning towards maybe the ramones Mm. um that's not yeah not 
your 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 voices aren't too confident on my <laughs> guess either. So, yeah. um, I get you like a half point, Mahoney. You got a full I or a half in you. This is from what one do, of my favorite do video you guys games. Recommend uh, recommend I use a lifeline. I mean, early it, in the game. if you've got nothing and Mahoney can get you a full <laughs> point, that'd be a good use of the lifeline. From uh, uh, if you guys feel you can give me a full point, let's do it. From the Grand Theft Auto series, if you remember the uh, like the like the trailer for I think it was GTA Four. Mm-hmm, that was right. uh, Vice City. Uh, that was Iran from Flock of Seagulls. That is correct. What a gamer uh, thing of you to say. Yeah. I always wanted to be one of the DJs in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, you did? No, nah, but I'm not good enough. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you guys missed it. Matt was very excited. He went, woohoo. We love a good woohoo. <laughs> love a good woohoo. Woo. <laughs> All right, here we go. On to number two. 44,000 views on this one. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I don't need to hang my stockings there have to stop it right there very emotional if you will andy or excuse me matt over to you do you know it <laughs> i i'm guessing uh i think that's the number one christmas song where i carry all i want for christmas is you that is correct the brother. pop punk version yeah i didn't yeah. hate it uh, it's very it myspace yeah it's fine yeah. i feel like it needed the original more bangs. better <laughs> okay you got two full points you can win it right here if you get a full point on this next one 954 views here we go Okay, that's 30 seconds for the win. Matt, do you know it? That, that was a softball. Tom Petty, American Girl. There it is, brother. Well done. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. It's the Dave, Dave, Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> the celebration! Dave and Mahoney. So earlier I was talking about how my car broke down yesterday in the middle of an intersection. The cops had to show up. I'm blocking 12 lanes of traffic. It was a disaster. But really, the thing that got me the most is that I'd just gone shopping for my wife. What I got her was in a very obvious bag. And so even after I'd just gone shopping for her, trying to do it under the cover of the middle of the day so she would hit, then it still all ruined. But Mahoney, you, you found a way around all of this. You and your family has decided that this year, you're just not doing any Christmas gifts. So this is year number two going into no Christmas gifts. So my wife and I usually don't do Christmas gifts or birthday gifts, things of that for each other. Like if we will we'll buy gifts throughout the year randomly, just because if we see something that I think she wants, I'll buy it and give it to her. I'm bad. Like I've tried to buy Christmas gifts in the past or birthday and I give it to her a month early, two months early. Like the moment it gets into my hand, much like money, I'm just like, it's it's got to go it's out. On. Like I yep. can't, I can't sit on a secret. The only thing I ever sat on a secret for was like our engagement ring. Your love for her. Yes. Right. Good. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it only took eight years. I was able to sit on that one for eight years. Yeah. Uh, but last year, my mom, 
uh, my dad, uh, my grandfather, and me and my wife and my father-in-law, we, everybody decided that we're not doing Christmas gifts again for the whole family. Nobody's getting anybody anything. But this is dangerous. Is there anyone that is going to violate the policy? So let me ask you this, if this is a violation of that policy, because I got a card from my grandfather uh, two days ago, and it was a Christmas card. Was and it, it had money? It, and there was a check in there. How much? Uh, it was like $500. Really? It was directed, it was addressed to my wife and me. Okay, but that's still a significant gift. It's a lot of money. So. Do you think it's because you offered to sneak him cigarettes into the nursing home? Different, other grandfather. Oh, different other, grandfather. Other grandfather, right. my mom's dad got on it, this got one. It, got it. So I, um, I don't know. I don't know if that's violated the rule. Wait, was he supposed to be in on it? Every, it was everybody discussed this. He was he was part of that discussion. He yeah. still sent a. We're just getting together. We're just going to do Christmas dinner and get together on Christmas and just spend time together and not worry about anything so, else because we all have see, all of our own stuff. I feel like whenever somebody is agreeing to that, they can also choose whether or not they want to give you the gift. But that doesn't mean that you have to then in turn reciprocate. Reciprocate. Yeah. But it you know feels what I mean? Like we have. To I, I know that. I totally understand that. But I feel like. You're his grandbaby. Like, of course, he wants to be able to continue to spoil you. And this he is agreed the point. to it so that you didn't feel obligated to, in turn, give him a gift. Where you plant the flag and you look at him and you go, look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> give him $600. This is my ship now. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I don't feel like you should feel bad, Mahoney. I think you're his grandbaby and he wants to spoil you. I mean, I'm 42, though, man. Like You're his big grandbaby. He's a big old baby. <laughs> A big old boy. You're the biggest baby I've ever met. Of course. You for sure are. <laughs> yeah, Does he still take up. your nose? <laughs> he he got your nose. He has to reach up. Got your nose. Yeah, where did it go, Grampy Pap? Where is it? Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message. Yeah, Dave and Mohoney and Audrey, this goes out to that guy that called out about drivers that drive on the the left-hand lane with company trucks that say that their speed is being monitored. They stay in the right-hand lane. Doesn't matter what damn lane we're in. People like you that always cut us off. Left lane, middle lane, right-hand lane, doesn't matter. So, yeah, we'll drive wherever we want. So, yeah, stick that in your ear, buddy. And also a lifetime listener. Since April 2023. <laughs> Message deleted. Shout out Lifetime. First Lister, off, we don't you. cut people off here. No. We have a no cutoff. We're, we're, we, are, we may be fast drivers. But let us be clear. If you are driving, and especially in your company vehicle, in the left-hand lane, you are going at or below the speed limit in the lane that is designed, built for crime, you are a wanker, and I'll never, never do business with your company. I think that he's on your side, Dave, this this lifetime listener caller. Um, I think he's saying that you're the people who are driving company vehicles always cut us off no matter what. doesn't matter what no, lane they're in. No, he's saying the other way. Yeah, I think he was saying the other he's way. Saying, that, that's what I got at least, but yeah. um, I'm, I'm very, very firm on this stance. You'll never convince me otherwise. The left lane is built for crime. You, you got to get out of the way. You know what I like? Hmm. Cars, it's a passing lane. Car, company cars that have the how's my driving phone number on there I will call it. You will? I have called that no less than two dozen times over the last five years. Isn't it funny that you have turned into the biggest narc on this show? Oh, yeah. yeah he loved my honey. He loves narc. Oh, love, yeah. I mean, I've called the cops on so many people over the years. <laughs> like, it's, I've just, I got no, I got no tolerance. You look like you're going to go tell on somebody. 
Meanwhile, I look like a Coke dealer. <laughs> My gold chain, pinky ring. You're don't undercover. Kind of guy. That's right. Fake Deep Rolex. Undercover, for sure. Please Actually, don't tell me you're getting a Rolex. I want a fake Rolex. Of course. Just to not. add to the aesthetic. A fake uh, one, huh? Well, because the problem is I want, I, I'm going with a gold jewelry aesthetic mm-hmm. right now. But the Casio you were showing us was perfect it's, for that. It's a digital gold Casio watch. So now I feel like to really just like drive home the point that I'm a, I'm a real piece of garbage, fake Rolex. I'm going to tell on you for that. Mm. I'm admitting to it right here. <laughs> Everywhere we go, I'll be like, that's a fake. That's a fake. Why don't you just go to a pawn shop? I was, oh, just, I was just giving you a hard time for, for you being such a huge narc. Mm-hmm. If you get a fake Rolex, I'm telling everyone as soon as you want. I'm telling fake. people right now. I'm not I'm going to no, say. No, not, not that it's a fake Rolex. You're a narc. Also, you guys are starting with Christmas music. Please, please, for all of us playing... Um, Lamb, you know, Lamb Please don't play Last Christmas by Lamb. We're trying to survive for Christmas while not hearing that song so we can win for the year and not go get sent to Lamb Hala and stuff. That would be awesome. Play all the other Christmases you want. Just don't play Lamb. Thank hmm. you. Message deleted. I mean, if our boss puts it in our, our show, we're going to play it. Dude, yeah. this is the first time that's I've heard him. about this game this uh-huh. year, this yeah. holiday season, this and is, I've seen it everywhere now. That's a great media. Christmas song, though. Like, is this I don't the same guy that called that earlier? This is somebody no. different. It's a different guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the game is what, though? Whenever you hear Wham, you lose? You're out. You're out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's a game of honor. Like, you have to admit when you actually hear it. But, yeah, if you get busted that's listening hilarious. to Wham, whether you're trying to or not, you're out. That's hilarious. Yeah. I love that game. It feels, uh, it feels rather playful. I enjoy that. And you're right, Mahoney. Wham is a great song. That's why it's played so much. Hence... The Whamageddon Christmas game that has surfaced. I feel like the, I mean, a better game would be the, uh, like, all I want is a hippopotamus for Christmas, because that Christmas song sucks. How dare you? That's, oh, so you think it's because they're song. bad songs? Yeah. yeah, I think people don't like it because they think it's a bad song, mm. not because it's a good song. Whereas the hippopotamus song, that is a, that is, a, that hippo, is an abomination. Hippopotamus? It's all these words. Which, by the way, I never, I'd never hear that song anywhere anymore. Oh, my kids love that song. Oh, do they? That's oh, why. yeah. Yeah. Because they're kids, and that's a kid's yeah. song. Mm. Shirley Temple, what happened to her? You don't want to know. That was bad. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Did you get eaten yeah. by the hippopotamus for Christmas yeah, instead? It wasn't Shirley yeah. Temple who sang that song. Who yeah. was that? Was I'm 32. <laughs> I thought it was Shirley this whole time. No, was it, was, it, not? it was some other some child actor. Yeah. Yeah, that looked kid. just like Shirley Temple? Yeah, they're pretty much the same. What did they do? Did Shirley Temple die, and then they were like, here's the other blonde kid? The kid that sang that was named Gala Peavy. Gala? That's a name you don't hear every day. It was 1926. Well, there you go. The more you know. That was not 1926. I don't know. When did that come out? <laughs> I mean, like at the 26th. Is her name even Gala? Did you just lie to me? And I was just like, oh, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> I Googled it. That one, was, that one came out in 1985, that version, Chris. Mm. Really? Sounds 85? Sad. No, That's not sad. the version we all know, but oh. the Gala Peavy version came uh, out in 85. So was yeah. it really originally Shirley Temple who sang it? No. Oh, my God. I feel like uh, I'm- No, it was this Gala girl. It was 1953. 53? Yeah. Also, does not feel old enough. Yeah. So I was at the Walmart self-checkout, and uh, the guy next to me was having trouble with the machine. And so the manager is over there, you know, talking to him. Meanwhile, his kid is, you know, looking at the candy bars and stuff. And so I noticed that at some point he sticks he sticks a, one of the candy bars into his pocket, and I start chuckling. And so he turns around and looks at me, looking at him, and I just give him a shrug like, hey, you got it. I'm not going to say anything, but then he sticks his tongue out. I'm like, oh, hell no. 
I was going to let you have it, but now that you stuck your tongue out, I'm going to snitch on you. So I snitched on him. And he, the dad goes, well, when we get home, you're going to get a whooping. <laughs> and the kid just starts crying, like wailing. I'm like, hey, that's what you get. Message so deleted. learned that day, man. Should have said Mahoney. That is something Mahoney would do, have a feud with a four-year-old. Yeah, and then narc him out. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You know what's wild to me? You know, in 2023, nearly 2024, we have volcanoes that are still a thing. I mean, I understand that, like, the Earth probably doesn't appreciate the fact that we got, like, iPhones now. We can, like, record mm-hmm. all its shenanigans. Because right. that's exactly what's going on here. Earth is shenanigans if you're just exploding everywhere and spewing your hot lava all over the place. Nobody wants the Earth to explode. Yeah, nobody wants to see your, 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 your what, what happens late at night underneath the, the those layers of uh, magma. The crust. Just close your door, man. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What do you mean you got a giant hole on top of a mountain that's just going to blast goo, hot lava uh-huh. goo? Hot lava goo. Yeah. Like, it's because the Earth's been pinned up for some is that, time. Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> It's just, it's wild to me, man. And when you think about what, we, what we're on, you know, hurling through space and everything else, and the fact that there's these volcanoes that still erupt, it's Above just... Above and underground. I, uh, under underwater. the ocean. Yeah. Under the ocean. What was it? it wasn't that long ago that there was that new island that was formed because some volcano erupted underneath the sea and just created a new... Floop. There's a new island. Here oh. you go. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. I'll, I'll trust that. But Iceland has just had a volcano erupt on a peninsula the following hundreds of earthquakes, I guess, which is terrifying in its own right. And, I mean, when you look at the scene of this volcano, I mean, it is something straight out of a movie. It's hard to it's hard for me to imagine that this is actually happening currently this is on why, Earth. Back when we were, you know, a more uh, simple folk. Back uh, thousands upon thousands of years ago, we believed in all sorts of crazy ass stuff because you you go you see some of this happening in like in front of you, you're like, yep, this is that's a demon. Hundred percent. Yes, I have angered the gods because yeah. why on earth else would there be a cascade of flowing lava running down the side of the mountain about to eviscerate the entire? I feel village. like we should start thinking like that more though, <laughs> because now we're just like, you know what? I'm gonna just like overproduced cows to where now all of their farts with methane are just obliterating the ozone later. It's just gotta, <laughs> it's just gotta be real confusing because uh, this this particular volcano, I guess, has been dormant for 800 years before it started erupting again in 2021 and 2022. But what sets this thing off is all of the earthquakes are saying that since midnight on November 12th, there's been a thousand earthquakes wow. that have been recorded in the boundary of this volcano. And for whatever reason, I guess the uh, the earthquakes, the shaking, if you will, has made the volcano explode. Yeah, if this volcano's a rockin', don't come a knockin'. It's the equivalent of sitting on a dryer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Woof, 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 woof.